rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, what do you think about about like setting an intention for the show absolutely amen okay let's start let's begin okay so um an intention that i have is that um that my words are um are clear and guided by my highest self and that we are sharing things that that are going to be useful for us and for other people. Can I say hallelujah? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's great. Oh, I'm about to fall out my chair. Oh my God. Woo. That little, that one little bowl is just like, woo. that's all I needed. Well, I think that's beautiful. Those are beautiful words. And um, I think it's, I think that's great. You know, making sure that the energy is together and stuff like that. Cause it's really easy to forget all of that. Yeah. And, yeah. um, right into it. Say that again. Just by like jumping right into stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, um, this is season five of Center of the Sun. <laughs> you are season five, Amariah. <laughs> Amariah Israel is season five of Center of the Sun podcast. <laughs> and, um, I didn't, I intentionally did not write an intro. So normally I write in a whole big shebang with music and da da da. But um, I wanted to switch it up because, you know, the intention, just like you said, is clarity and like, um, and uh, making sure that we are helping people in the, you know, in the correct way. So I think that all the bells and whistles are not necessary with the with the um partner show because our co-hosted show co-anchored show co-anchored yeah yes thank you so much so uh i guess uh for the audience this is amariah israel hey! <laughs> hey! and amariah is a new co-host of center of the sun and this is season five episode one and 
we just today we're just introducing Amariah. That's all we're doing, and we're d diving into the notes that you you know some of the stuff that you have specific. And because you are a powerful energy healer, we're going to focus on introducing you today and making sure that um, the center of the sun family, I don't even have a name, the center of the sunny D's. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, um, but I just wanted to spend the next, hour or so just introducing you and talking to you and um welcoming you to the show so are you ready i'm ready sounds good all right so like i've said on other episodes every single person in this reality period every organism everything they all experience reality in their own separate way and i think it's very interesting to realize that because every single person is essentially searching for the most authentic parts of their like psyche and their soul and it may not be obvious all the time but every single person that has a every single person on this planet has a purpose and everyone's on their stage of personal development so there are specific reasons why people get up every single day and do what they do. Um, some people get up and spread negativity and spread destruction and confusion and kind of, and all that kind of stuff. And other people try to get the shit together or try the best. And it is weird. The, the uh, flipping of the screen is weird because when I go over here, it's over here. Um, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a little confused. But I wish I could flip it, but yeah. I can't. I can flip it to the better camera and the quality's trash too. Wow. Wow, look at that. Well, we're probably just gonna use the well, we're probably use the audio. But Amariah Yeah, it's Mercury. <laughs> say say that again. It's Mercury retrograde, so communications, technology, and things are just, like, not working at the, the optimal level right now. Exactly. And uh, you, you, um, you work with a lot of energy. You're an energy healer. Can you kind of explain just on a um, very superficial, like, who you are and what organization you're from? Yeah, for sure. So my name is Amariah and I use she, her, and they, them pronouns. And I founded an, a company called Fluid Journey. And my um, idea behind having this uh, opportunity for connection is to introduce people to energy healing, which is um, basically like an intention to transfer energy from um, my energetic field to another person to promote their own self-healing. Yeah. So there's um, a little bit about right. that. And that's great. Yeah. And we've been talking about the healing in the body. And so I think that's very interesting how it's. Right. And we have been friends for a while. 
Yeah, so, yeah. It's, uh, 13 years or something. Yeah, I haven't been counting, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I remember. Do you remember how we met? Um, we used to live across from each other in the university apartments. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I used to I used to ask to come over. Yeah, to hang out and you know, because <laughs> you so much fun. <laughs> how are you thanks. We tried to have fun. You made it more fun though. I feel oh. like our. our um, our energy together definitely made it a fun experience. I agree. And that energy has kept going to this day, which is kind of like, not ironic, but it's like fast forward. It's like, wow, this stuff, th there might be something to the energy thing. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of explain where you come from and, you know, how you got on this entire path? Yeah, for sure. So um, there are quite a few entry points, I would say. For me, um, the most recent entry point being that I quit my job in higher education. I was working in student affairs, um, advising students of color and LGBTQ students on um, you know social life, academic life, and just helping them um, make, make their college experience uh, better all around and um that was like really fulfilling and great and i noticed that the parts that i love the most about my job were um like guiding people and coaching them and really being a part of their journey and um so when i moved to columbus ohio with my partner we both were kind of looking for um opportunities to expand and I always had in the back of my head that I would be doing healing work full time. So I had um, this this opportunity to incubate because of COVID and really look myself in the mirror and ask about what I want to do with, with this business that I've been kind of um, sitting on the, the license of for two years. And that's uh, more of, of the like logistics part of it. Um, the more vulnerable part is uh, I needed something new. I felt like my, uh, I didn't feel like grounded in the, the bureaucracy of working at a university. Um, I always just kind of wanted to like be my own boss and like really be intentional about how I set up my life and I in and of itself I feel like that's that's healing that's part of the healing that I'm doing for myself and also bringing other people into that's great you said that you work with LGBT folks but I if I remember like you were like the boss of the department or something what weren't you or close to um it? so I, I, for a while, was the director. I was the acting director. And um, after that period of time, I became the assistant director. So, yeah, I was I was one of the people who ran the space. Yeah. Which is why the, the well, all the bureaucracy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you have to be um, appealing to administrators, and then you have to also, like, be, meet students where they are. And you're part of, you're kind of a part of, the system that they are like um, being oppressed by. So that's like, come on, come on, somebody. Yeah. So I'm like, how do I give up 
this power in order to give them what they need, like get them access to what they need and still like um, get things done on the administrative side and be a human and like love who I am and what I'm doing. Right. So yeah. you felt like, was it a feeling like when you like, how did you realize that you were that university, like a big academic institution was not for you? Like, was it a feeling or was it like you were just tired or what was that? What I definitely felt burnt out by by the environment. Um, yeah, it was it was more of a feeling of like, yeah, I don't know how much longer I can do this. Right. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. And I was also doing, um, volunteering on the side. I worked with a organization called the Lake Effect Free Alternative Health Clinic for two years. And we provided, um, free energy healing, Reiki, tarot, um, and herbal consultations to people in the community. So once a month I, be, I was part of that clinic and, it was really nice to see like people come back month to month and get to know everyone. And um, so I was kind of having this, this experience of like, Oh, I would really like to do this more. I really want to become an herbalist because I see these two herbalists that I'm working with and like what they do and how impactful that is. Well, the feelings we talk, I talk, I talk a lot about feelings and I really believe your feelings and your emotions are your spirit. Like that is like the manifestation of your soul. That's how your soul speaks. Can you speak about the spiritual journey? The two yeah. years held the um, license. Tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, I got my license, my business license in 2018. And I, I think that was, two years after I got my Reiki certification and I just like wanted to have it just in case I had been going to, I've gotten quite a few readings over the last two years um, from spiritualists and they were like, this is something that's going to happen. You're meant to be a healer. Um, it's in your aura. It's your like, ancestors or spirits are calling back to you and they want you back. Um, and I wasn't sure if like the business aspect of it was going to be how it manifested. And it just happened to be that that's the case. Um, but either way, I feel like I'm going to be immersed in a spiritual journey, whether or not I'm like, um, whether or not I have a business license. Exactly. And I remember back in college, <clears throat> excuse me, I remember back in college, we had a house, we, we lived together. We yeah. lived together sophomore year, we lived across the hall sophomore year of college, then we lived together junior and senior year of college. But um, I remember always talking about your family because you have such an interesting upbringing and not your immediate family, but you oddly, um, not while we were in college, but you always talked about your immediate family in college. But then after college, I got to meet your granny. Yeah. Um, and you always talked about how influential your granny was to you. Um, what was that like 
as a kid? Um, when I was little, I um, remember my granny like um, always making teas from different barks and having them under the bathroom sink. And I at first didn't know what they were for. And it was just like, why are all these like um, cups under the counter, Granny? <laughs> yeah, why are all these things under the sink? <laughs> and then I, I came to realize that she wanted us to use them when we were sick, or she had different things that were herself that she was for herself that she was treating um, illnesses or wounds, and that was always really interesting to me. And she um, she always had like just this air about her, like her presence is, is enough. <laughs> um, she's, she is like a very calming person. She can be quiet and she's also like very organized. So she teach, she like taught me how to bake and she taught me how to like, um, just like keep a calendar and like schedule in fun things and have things to look forward to, which is part of my self care now. Like I always, um, like to have something to look forward to and um, yeah so I always really appreciate that connection to her and she's a person that when I when I get readings even though she's still alive like she's, she shows up um, spiritually which is not something I've really heard about before and she does well well before we get on that part I want to know about the bark tea what <laughs> kind of, what do you mean oh, what right. What's in it? So they were just like herbal decoctions, which is an infused, like infused water, like tea. So she had um, golden seal, white oak bark. Golden seal, what's that? Golden seal. Um, a it's a plant. Okay. Yeah, it's a plant. Um, and these are all plants. Okay. White oak bark, which is like the bark, white bark of a white oak tree yeah um, beautiful yeah and there was another one i just forgot it slippery i think you something about like a slippery elm or something like yeah, that that's the one that's the one yeah slippery and like elm. other stuff like household stuff like uh sprite or sierra mist or what else did they put in there seven up oh yeah yeah so <laughs> bunch of different stuff so it wasn't only plants it was like other useful things yeah yeah other things so we would always get vegetable soup and seven up whenever we were sick um of course Vicks vapor rub which i know lots of um black folks and people of color <laughs> use in their families right that's <laughs> everything right oh uh, <laughs> uh, well that's awesome um so your granny's still alive. She's still alive, yeah. Yeah, the dream, she shows up in your dreams. That's interesting. Yeah, she shows up in um, dreams that I have. Um, so she, when I was younger, she taught me how to interpret my dreams. And I would go and ask her about, you know, like, what was this dream about a pink house and me having to save my sister? And she would, like, help me decipher it basically. And she also does show up in my dreams 
from time to time. And it's usually, um, to me, it just means that I need to check on her or like see how she's doing. Cause she does have dementia and she's not as, um, just like aware as, as she used to be. So um, I do like to take that as a clue to, to just say, hey. Right. So you were, your current spirituality your spiritual journey or all that kind of stuff was informed a lot by your granny. I know that you also had a, um, a pretty strict upbringing as well in terms of um, like, like spiritual practices and stuff. Um, yeah. That shifted or has that changed or how is, how did that morph or what was that experience like? Um, so I would say that, my experience growing up was, yeah, like you said, strict. I was raised Hebrew Israelite, which is um, a form of Judaism that is practiced in the Black American community. And uh, in my experience, my family was like very isolated from other, from community. And we were like also one of very few Black families in my neighborhood or at any of the schools I went to. So I, and all the schools I went to were Catholic schools. I don't know why my parents did that. That's ironic. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so I'm just gonna get it from all sides. Just all the guilt. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I didn't really know what to do with all of that information. And very early on, I started questioning um, God and questioning if what I was being taught was what I believed. And- There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And I also took on a lot of the, the like shame and guilt and fear too that was being um, unleashed on me. And I think that's why I really took to having the community that we built in the house that we lived in and having just people who like shared a mindset, who um, love each other and have, you know, just like these very uplifting conversations and um, parties. Uh, Because I didn't have that growing up. I didn't have um, the experience of, going to a religious or like spiritual place or being around people who were like uplifting in any sort of way. Right. So that's kind of, I'm assuming that's kind of where you get um, fluid journey from because you've had all these different experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had all these different experiences. Um, I also, it clicked for me because um yes like the experiences i'm having in life and like how i think about um my identities and how they've changed or transformed or morphed and also my granny used to sign off her letters we would write letters back and forth all the time and she would sign them off traveler on the journey and that just always like kind of stuck with me good oh lord this is why this is why center of the sun exists because the amount of real estate that everything else takes up in your mind is it's actually criminal how this world is built because i should i feel like and the reason i'm a triple fire sign so my journey is always fluid i've been fluid i don't have nothing but fluids but um but I just like have a lot going on and uh, but it's just my personality and sometimes it gets on my nerves because what I want to do, I can't do because my mind is away. But anyway, but it doesn't make any sense why I, well, I'm, I'm live on the internet, so I'm going to hush. <laughs> But, uh, so thank you so much for sharing that. <laughs> and, and honestly, I, I forget that because I'm a triple fire sign, this is my like shit. So even if it's like a crazy mess, like I still love it and I still want to do it. Cause now I have a creative, co- uh, partner now. Um, yes. Hey, but so let's, before we get into the like meat and potatoes and all that. No, not meat, because you're vegetarian. Before we get into the kale and the kombucha, let's finish talking about Fluid Journey. Um, Can we just kind of just talk about your mission and your vision? Yeah, absolutely. So um, everything is kind of in process right now because I am starting and am open to all of the paths in front of me. Um, so my 
idea behind Fluid Journey is to offer these relaxation treatments through energy healing or Reiki and to connect people to them themselves and their healing as well as a connection to a community. Um, it's really, it has been hard for me personally to find healers who look like me, who identify in the ways that I do and me um, putting myself out there. I hope that I can offer that to someone else. Um, and and um, I live in Ohio and this is a place where that is like very saturated with, with white women healers. And that can be a, okay if you um are finding support but that's not like who everyone wants to see necessarily for their spiritual healing especially if you're doing like trauma work um ancestral healing and especially if you are um in the african diaspora or you are descended from enslaved peoples or something like that so that's that's what i'm hoping to do with Fluid Journey, what I have been doing with Fluid Journey. And um, eventually uh, when I'm done with herbalism school, when I'm done with my apprenticeship, I will offer herbal consultations to um, to clients as well. Yeah, because I need some of that white oak bark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's great. Um, I've experienced your healing journey-ness and it's powerful it's very interesting it's very interesting all of this um because i was raised pretty strict too and i didn't know nothing about this it's the election season yeah yeah and that's one of the reasons why i'm like we, we can't delay elections like next tuesday isn't it it's next um, tuesday it's coming up and i know i'm stressed out how have you been feeling with all of it i feel um stressed out for sure. I feel like very um, kind of like just like excited energy about the election. Like, I don't know what's going to happen necessarily. I just, you know, want people to to feel like they can move through this, this time um, without, you know, like, Perishing. Thank you, because I feel very close to perishing. Do you, do you see my lopsided shoulder? I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh my god, everything is just like weighing down. But um, but it's a lot. And just like I was just saying earlier, we are being pulled in like 80 million places. Our attention, in any way, and our bodies too, because we got to go vote. We got to go to the grocery store. We got to go buy toilet paper because it's a pandemic. Um, but you focus a lot on, I know I've pulled a lot of journals and a lot of um, data about how meditation and how about um, being centered and balanced, because that's another thing is like trying to figure out who's good and who's bad and what's up and what's down in term. Let's focus on the election. So we have Donald Trump, Joe Biden, um, one is perceived as good, the other is perceived as bad, depending on who you're voting for. So it doesn't matter which side you're on, one's good and one's bad. Um, 
first of all, do you believe in good and bad? <laughs> That's really interesting you um, bring that up because I feel like it's a, um, it's kind of like a trap, like saying good at saying that something is like good, good or bad. Like I, I say both of those things all the time, but to me, I think that it's always, there's always like more to explore about something. Um, and when harm is happening, like, obviously I don't like that. And I think it's important to understand like why it's happening, where it comes from and not contextualizing it only in, um, for example, like the last four years, like Trump has done a lot of terrible things in the last four years. And before that too, I'm not caping for Trump (laughs) whatsoever. Uh, terrible human. Um, but I I don't think that the last four years are the only things that have created the conditions that we're in right now. Amen. Yes. Yeah. And I think, I think um, balance, you know, like your, your, your whole thing is called fluid journey. It's like, it's all a balancing act because it's so nuanced. Everything is so nuanced. Like, and I mentioned something I mentioned, I saw something on YouTube or whatever it is. And it was like, so say if there was no good and bad and everything was perfect, there is no death, you know, it's like, there's everything is just like one no. And it's like, there, the nature of our world is change. The, the nature of our reality is change. And for every one thing that's alive, there's one thing that, that dot, you know, there's always like this, balancing act and i think it's all about balance um how do you how do you so you self-care you do a lot of self-care you're an energy healer whole episode today you're like i gotta get my energy together like um (laughs) like you're very you're very intentional about it how do you find balance personally personally uh some ways that i find balance are um, one of them, one resource that I found over the summer is called Course Meditation. And I really love them in their classes because they really make sure that um, if you're a person who doesn't like necessarily connect with meditation, they do all guided breath work and all of the classes are set to songs that you might recognize. They're usually like popular songs. I feel like you need to know about a ring on it. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I just, I love the the elevation that I get from popular music and just like, you know, the, the rush of the hormones and everything in my brain. It's like, yeah. Um, so you double those effects with the breath work. Oh. Yeah. And it's, it's a great feeling. So I've been doing course meditation about two times a week. And my, um, my friend Whitney had introduced me to, to course. So that's, that's one that has been keeping me going the last few months. So when you say chorus, you mean literally the chorus of a song? Yeah. C-H-O-R-U-S <laughs> chorus. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought it was something like spiritual, like, spiritual chords or something i didn't know what what chords meditate what you were saying when you said chorus meditation that's interesting yeah yeah they're based in california i think um san francisco perhaps la um and so all of their times are in pst so that means they're all pushed back like pretty 
um, pretty late in the day over here on the East Coast. But yeah, I, I love the instructors, especially Ellie. She's my fave. Uh, so let's continue on because I think this is very interesting. Um, do you have any suggestions? So you said that you were, you were becoming, you are an aspiring herbalist. Yes. So I'm an apprentice right now oh. with okay, Leonardo DiCaprio. No, not <laughs> DiCaprio, Da Vinci. <laughs> I thought I, cause Leonardo Da Vinci was a, apprentice at some point anyway you're an apprentice a herbal apprentice yes i'm an herbal apprentice with natural choices botanica um they have a, a apprenticeship program there that's all remote thankfully i started in april um so i wouldn't have been, been able to go in person anyway but um so i'm doing that program and last year 2019 i completed a program it was an immersion, like an introduction to herbalism with Stone Fruit Community Herbalists in Pittsburgh. So I I was going to Pittsburgh once a month for that program. Do you suggest any herbs? So it's the election season, it's getting cold, it's flu season. Do you suggest any herbs? Okay, so um, <laughs> some herbs that I like to um, work with in the winter time um, are usually like made into a tonic and um, Rosemary Gladstar is an American herbalist and um, she opened the California School for Herbal Studies and she put together and I guess like made famous this recipe for a fire cider which is a tonic for immunity and she um, even though it's like uh, something that, that is a, a folk tonic that's been in herbal traditions in, in America for a long time. Um, yeah, she made it popular. So Rosemary Gladstar, she um, created this recipe and I really love it because it's all made from ingredients that you can find in a grocery store or most grocery stores. And this is what you would do to make it. So you get some apple cider vinegar, which you can um, find in the baking aisle usually, some horseradish, which is a root, ginger, um, which is also a root. And you would, um, the ginger would be for inflammation and the horseradish would be for respiratory health. Put some garlic in there, just like cloves of garlic. Um, onions, which are antimicrobial. And then if you are um, cool with spicy things, cool with hot things. Um, this would be the fire part, adding some cayenne or um, you know, like powdered cayenne, or you can get just peppers, like hot peppers, jalapenos, serranos. That's what I grew this year um, in my garden. And um, you basically like chop everything up and then put it in the, the apple cider vinegar and let it sit for four to six weeks. And I like to add cinnamon to mine. You can add term, like powdered turmeric or rosemary or echinacea or any other herbs that are um, supportive for, for immunity into the fire cider. And um, I actually got a really good, I sent some to my mom and she, she said that um, fire cider is the shit. She took some yesterday and woke up and her nose and chest were clear as a bell. 
it's a hit. Keep it coming. So what? So I thought that was um and I've been sharing this batch of fire cider that um just you know with like friends and and family and stuff for for the winter because this winter especially is going to be uh, a tough one with coronavirus out here and and it's going to be a good idea to just to keep up your your immunity throughout the fall and winter and early right. spring. Oh my gosh. So say that again. What was it called? It's called Fire Cider. Fire Cider. Is it a recipe? Yeah, there's a recipe on um, herbal, herbal, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Herbalacha.com. Well, that, well, that's why you want to sign up for the newsletter for, you know, well, my, my blog, Devon.org. That's where all the stuff is. In terms of creativity and socializing, because it's a pandemic still, so it's an election, it's a pandemic, all that kind of stuff. Uh, how are you creatively socializing during all of this winter resurgence of the Rona? Yeah, that's an excellent question. Um, some of the ways that I've been socializing over the last couple of months that I'm about to start re-employing are um, uh, a virtual dance party. My friend uh, had a birthday in May and another friend of ours sent a message to a group saying like, hey, can everyone send in one to three songs that remind you of, um, of this other friend? And so we all sent in songs and then he created this playlist that was like curated and really beautiful when he just likes hung out on zoom and danced together for two hours and it was great we said that's precious oh, yeah. yeah aww i've yeah. never had it but well i've been to like a silent excuse me like a silent disco mm -hmm. but i haven't ever been to a virtual dance party oh my god yeah. um that's a good one um also if you're into dance parties and you know want want to do um you know, like a dance party virtually and have it, you don't have to curate it. <laughs> There's this group called Club Quarantine and they have, I don't know if they're doing it every day now, but during the spring, they were having a dance party every day. Yeah, there's a bunch of different ways to cope, but I never really thought about dancing. My goodness gracious. Yeah, movement has, has been super supportive for me. I'm realizing that movement there's just like something that in my body that unlocks like i have more access to um to feelings and the the will to to do things if i move my body and dancing well you know that's what that's where your energy i mean every cell in the human body has some sort of like voltage or charge in it so um so it makes sense that when you move you kind of like you know, what is it like piezoelectricity? There's, there's different forms of electricity that are just created by moving things and uh, create energy. Tesla create, you know, te you know, all these scientists, they figure out all the, they figure out all of this stuff. Um, you mentioned something to me about like building a holiday bubble. What does that mean? Yeah, I read this article that the Baylor College of Medicine put out called build your own holiday bubble. And- um, very cute. <laughs> yeah, it sounds very cute. And um, as I was reading the article, it was like, 
pretty intense too. They are at just like putting together this whole strategy for for groups if they want to get together. And it starts with assessing your risk tolerance and seeing how how much risk you're wanting to put on, um, you're willing to put on for the for COVID nineteen. And then the second part that really stood out to me was everybody has to commit to doing all the steps. And essentially the the checklist involves, you know, like getting your flu shot and um, quarantining, isolating yourself from, from other people, like always using a mask, physically distancing um, for a period of time up until when you see each other and also getting tested for COVID um, so that so that you can gather. But I know if not everyone has access to that because maybe they live in like, live with a lot of people or um, it's hard to get everybody to agree or not, or even like to get tested. Um, or maybe right. you like, have family that doesn't even believe that COVID is a thing. So there are, yeah, different levels of access for this. Tell them to come visit uh, my clinic. <laughs> Very real. Oh, Lord. Lord, goodness gracious. It's so crazy. But, um, well, I mean, I think it, I mean, it kind of just like boils down to knowing who you are internally. You know, we, we were talking about balance and kind of figuring out like, how do you know, like when something is, when to trust yourself? Um, or when to change something. And I think, um, yeah, included with the holiday bubble is just kind of knowing who you are and letting your feelings and your emotions come out of you as the, as you see fit. Um, but, you know, you talk about intuition and I feel like that's just like just your intuition. I guess, like, can you talk about, do you, like, how did you realize, how did you figure out that your intuition was talking to you. Did you feel it as a kid? Yeah, I definitely felt like I was taking in information from from spaces around me, from people. I was a really quiet kid, so that just meant, well, I guess to me anyway, it felt like I was really observant and always knew what was happening. And I had to like know what was happening in order to stay safe. Right. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, and that's, I really think, because it's a survival mechanism. Um, did your intuition, when did you start identifying with intuition? Mm -hmm. When did you first realize that it was, that you were talking, that it was like a higher self? Did really? you ever realize, or do you believe that it is? I don't I might be making an assumption right, right now. Yeah, I do. Um, I I believe that. I believe that my, like, my head and my heart, my gut are connected. And if I feel like something is off in my stomach, like it probably is, like logically as well. Um, I, yeah, I don't really know exactly when I fully integrated that belief into my life, but I know that um, that is true for me now, for sure. Right, and and that's part of the the fluid thing. Like sometimes you don't know there's a water leak until it's the leak. 
Like yeah. you, you don't know something's permeated you until you're soaked. Right. So it makes sense. You know, it, it definitely makes sense. I just remember as a kid being in church and hating it in my, in the back of my mind being like, Devon, this is not, this is not it. And me being like, I know, you know, kind of like being like, this is crazy. But growing up and still being like, nah, I was serious um, when, when I had those feelings about spirituality and stuff like that. But um, I describe it as like kind of like just like a brain. I think it's just you talking to yourself. Mm -hmm. um, your different lobes of your brain talking to different parts of the brain and that we're so advanced as beings that we just can't really like, we don't know where it's us. Um, how would you describe intuition? <laughs> uh, I would I would describe it as an inner knowing. And it's something that a lot of people like consider to be a compass. And it's guiding to the decisions that I make. And, you know, there's a, a whole, um, a whole like theory about intuitive eating. Um, and I think that, you know, like intuition can guide your intuition, your thought process, your subconscious thought process can like influence so many things in your life. And it is, it can be scary, especially if your intuition is telling you something that you don't want to hear. And right. yeah, and that's, that's one of the reasons why I personally have, it did ignore it for such a long time. And also wasn't sure, like, should I trust myself? Like, is this what, what I should be doing? Especially if it's something that is so far from um, what I was taught or what I believed before. Right. Uh, when was the last time you used your intuition to make a decision, like a big one? Mm, well, I would definitely say when I moved to Columbus, when I made that choice, I knew it was the right one. And when it clicked for me, because it had come up as an opportunity a couple times before, and I was like, no no, I don't want to do that. I'm not ready. Like, why would I move to Columbus? We don't really, we only have one friend here. Um, yeah, all of, all of those feelings. Like I, I had always hoped to move to like a bigger city or something from Cleveland. And then one day I, I just like thought about it more. I slept on it completely. And I was like, Hey, like maybe this should be a thing. Come on somebody. Come yeah. on. Yeah, it's got good good energy for some reason. And yeah, it's um it's been a, a great experience, a great move, other than, you know, of course like not being able to get to know the city very well because of COVID, but my younger sister is living with us and she's on a spiritual path as well. And it's been great to connect with her and kind of like heal some of our family things together. Um I have a backyard. It's like yeah. Yes. Even a nice ass basement too. I was like, damn. Talk about virtual dance party. I'm like, we need to have a real one. Hey. Um, that's but um, so in thinking about the election, because we talked about earlier good and bad, like how do you figure out what's good and bad, like in, in yourself? Like, how would you suggest that people use their intuition to do something like vote? 
my intuition to vote. Um, so I'm kind of using my vote this year, like for the obvious physical world reasons to like, um, hopefully more people, like less people are experiencing harm in the world. And also, um, using as like, like putting energy in that direction, like kind of like casting, casting those words in that direction. Um, yeah. I wrote that down somewhere. Like, instead of saying like, cast a spell, I was like, put your, uh, direct your something in that way, you know, like, it's very interesting. Cause it's like, um, it's almost like magic. Yeah. And, um, and I know that personally for me, when I'm thinking about intuition or like the election, I'm, it's less about the right here and right now. I knew, I kind of had a sense that Donald Trump was coming when they elected Barack Obama when we were in college. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a kind of an odd thing to happen, like for America to have a black president. And then we had him twice. And I was like, the next one, I always knew the one after him would be the literal worst. And I probably, I don't even know if I've ever expressed this to you ever, but I remember just having those thoughts, but my intuition, my inner self knowing, I've always known that it wasn't always going to be Donald Trump, but I knew it it would be the worst president, the opposite of what we thought what a president should be because white folks were so mad. They're still mad about Barack Obama. Like he was just on TV the other day and they were like, you know, Trump rushed to Omaha, Nebraska to have a campaign rally to take Obama off TV. And then he left all the people sitting in the cold. Old people having seizures and shit. Have you seen that on the news? I have seen that. Yeah. And that's only because he's rushing around trying to take up airtime from Barack Obama and Joe Biden. But, um, but I've always, but I think that we also have to remember like our thoughts to like, not just like our interpretation of what's going on, but also there's like an informed voice. Do you have an informed voice? Hmm. Can you say more about what that means to you? Yeah. So yeah. it's like a little bit more than your higher self. So you know how like, um, so, okay. Season one, Center of the Sun. Let me give you a little context. Season one, Center of the Sun, we talked about, have you went back and into the archive, into into the vault? Uh, Yeah, I've listened to like the first three episodes. And I talk about David, have you heard of me talk about David Eagleman? Yes. And possibilitarianism or whatever it is. Um, So that's just a novel concept. It's not even a real concept, but the David Eagleman is like a, is a neuroscientist. And basically what he believes is that Instead of being like, this is the truth, this is not, this is up, this is down, this is right, this is wrong, he says that actually everything should be on the table until we have enough evidence to evaluate it, Could, you know, within its full context. So God, all of it, we need to stop. We can't be claiming truth until we're 100% sure. Okay. And I'm a researcher, so I kind of believe in the scientific process a little bit. Um, so I believe that we should be using some sort of framework. <laughs> um, and if we don't have anything else other than the scientific process, we need to like use it. But um, it's less about knowing, um, it's, it's less about like having every little data point, 
but when I talked about possibility, possibilitarianism, what I also want to iterate is that there are aspects of our, of our reality that fall outside of the scientific process. So, um, ancient people, not even really ancient people, even your people, even the people that practice Reiki or energy healing, there are, so if, even if we just take energy healing, okay, so we're talking about the in, informed voice and when we connect probes and stuff to people's bodies and measure the energy off their body when they experience energy healing, cause there's real empirical evidence of it. Mm -hmm. Um, we can, we witness electricity, like real electricity, like, um, plugs and shit. We experience that, but then there's also other stuff going on in our bodies that are not related to the physical realm right now. Right. And that's why the government has validated energy healing because they know there's something else going on or they probably know the actual truth, but that's the whole idea of the esoteric energy body. So esoteric just means um, unknown or whatever, but um, there are aspects of our self that fall outside of re reality. And that's where we get the higher self and God and all that kind of stuff from. Yeah. So the informed voice is a process on development. So have you heard of the term alchemy? Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're an herbalist and stuff like that. So in alchemy, there's the physical alchemy of like turning lead into gold or whatever the hell they were doing. But alchemy really is about us and it's the alchemy of the soul. Mm -hmm. And just like we can turn one substance that's lead or, or, or lead into gold or I forget what the cliche thing about alchemy is, but, um, but you, if you think about it yourself, uh, renewing yourself or kind of like recognizing that our reality is fractal in nature and that like we can like we have like it's like everything is a microcosm of something else and when we use when we practice chemistry when we com combine chemicals we know that like and there's certain patterns and stuff that go together and that at the end of that process you have something new so when you kind of use that same, so there's an alchemical process where they're literally breaking down substances and making new substances. Um, when you think about that in terms of our bodies, the alchemy of the soul, um, like the final result of your soul's alchemy is like connecting with the final whatever, the creator or, 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 or whatever it is, but being connected to the universe itself and then you knowing everything or whatever you need to know so for instance like geniuses where did albert einstein get his shit from you know where do these people get their shit from because mm -hmm. they because you don't just wake up i mean you everyone can just wake up smart but it's like they came up with like new shit and not just like white people europeans like there are hundreds of you know inventions and thousands of inventions that african-americans have come up with to push our society forward mm -hmm. um and it's like they never 
were allowed to read and write like where did they get all that shit from so that's the informed voice that like that knowing like that inner knowing but like when you get to a place of like uh balance it just feels like someone's talking to you almost yeah that, yeah. is that is that clear <laughs> yeah it's clear yeah that was a story that was, was a whole thing wow <laughs> got there yeah I definitely have an informed voice and feel like I'm being communicated with um whether that's through dreams like I'm really big on dreams myself um maybe I have a dream and actually I had a dream last night and Rihanna was in it um I was helping her pick out a tea and uh I was like really shy about talking with her but besides that um I, yeah, I feel like in, in a lot of the dreams I have, maybe I'll get shown like how to do something. Like I'll get shown how to um, cleanse a room or how to like harvest the plant correctly. Um, or I'll even have, while I'm awake um, in, in the daytime, I'll have like a mini vision about something like, oh, maybe I should, um, maybe I should go out to the front door and check the mail today. And then I'll, I'll find a gift from a friend or something like that. So it's maybe not as, as big as like a, a theory or something that's downloading, but I, I definitely feel connected in that way. And the reason why I feel so strongly about it is because, you know, I have a lot of like interesting experiences in my life, but um, at the end of the day, um, it's almost like it doesn't matter what I do. It's just like, I still have that, like, like, even though, like, it just feels like when you're on your purpose, like when you're living your purpose and it doesn't matter how fucked up you want to be, everything still aligns back together. Um, that's really why I feel so strongly about it. Cause it's like some, I guess it's like, damn, I guess you're supposed to like, I guess the universe is looking out for you or something. Cause it's just like, even when I'm not even paying attention, it's, you know, I kind of have what I need um, to get me through and to, and to survive. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really powerful. And that's what you need when it's the election season. Definitely. Because uh, being informed is very, very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very important. Um, something that just came to me about like living in a new place and not really knowing like who's around me necessarily. And my neighborhood seems to be like definitely a very left place, but there are plenty of people with, um, you know, with just like symbols that make me don't, that don't make me feel safe here. And I feel like I've been leaning into my intuition a lot around that. And just like when I walk my dog a couple times a day, like, like, where am I? Do I have my phone? Like, am I protected? Am I safe? Um, and just having that awareness. Right. And that's the informed voice. And that's the thing that's crazy about all of this is that I truly believe there are some some people that just have already been here and everybody else is catching up. And that's my theory about like yoga and like all that kind of stuff. I really believe some people do need to be doing all that, being vegan and like going in the mountains and like being isolated. But there's some people that were just born like this. Do you feel like you were just born like that or do you have to work on it? 
I have to work on it. I do feel like I have a, a head start with, um, with, you know, like my bloodline and like how I was um, introduced to spirituality. Like I don't necessarily agree with all of the things that my family professes, but I do feel like um, I kind of got what they were doing right. I, in a little bit. Um, but I do have to work at it for sure. And when I work at it, I see myself like being successful and like being rewarded for that work almost. Um, yeah. So. All manifestation. And that's that's the magic right there, really. Honestly, that's magic. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that's great. I just remember being a kid because I've always been like, I'm like, I don't know, am I schizophrenic or something? I don't know. I'm like, I've always been like having like real visual inside head stuff and uh now fast forward to being 32 i'm like damn i guess this is what everybody meditates and breathes heavy for mm -hmm. is to do all this because it's like i can't i'm even a lightweight you know i'm like i like partying and stuff like that but i'm like i'm always like passing out and like you know like i can't really hang mm -hmm. and it's just like and i it's a part of that is like even um even when i try my best to like shift my brain away it just i i always feel better just being myself so yeah so it's very it's very important to know yourself especially during all this election season because donald trump doesn't know himself that's why he's clicking down even if he wins even if he wins it's still not going to be like easy peasy like he's still not gonna sleep good at night he's still not gonna live to 100 or none of that kind of stuff he's still gonna have a shitty ass life he's still gonna owe a half a billion dollars to somebody but anyway yeah but i don't want to dwell i don't want to talk about the ugly ass man do yeah. you have any ending do you have any thoughts as we end i gotta go send this coronavirus test to, to the lab i'd rather walk it myself do you have any any last thoughts um yeah so when this episode is is aired or released or however you call sunday. it center yeah. of the sunday I'm, I'm gonna try to stay on schedule my very best okay yeah we'll be in the in the midst of a full moon a blue moon and um yeah so just like you know try to ground your energy and and you know if you you work with spirits if you celebrate halloween if you do any of that stuff like it's a great time to to tap into it right now you say ground what mm -hmm. what, what do you mean ground um ground i just i mean to um to center your energy maybe you go outside and put your feet on the dirt or you sit next to a tree or you visualize um uh, yourself just feeling like sturdy and um and powerful and stable in your in yourself Oof. yeah literally the ground literally, literally take ground. your ass outside yeah <laughs> planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go.